Hey, good people. Happy Wednesday. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. Happy Wednesday. Okay. One, two, three. Keep calm. And remember, it's just 2020. (laughs) Not comforting enough. Hey, listen, man, if you're tuning in this morning, rather... Whether you're tuning in elated because your candidate or candidates have won yesterday or you're angry because your candidate or candidates lost or just plain exhausted. Like, I don't know, y'all. I don't know um, much about cannabis, but I'm almost thinking that cam- cannabis day should probably exist on November 2nd, like 11-2 instead of, and 11-3 even, instead of 4-20. Like, I don't even know why it's 4-20 and why they get all crazy about it. But the anxiety that rides high, even through last night, like that, like extra, like that competitive adrenaline that's kicking in, it's just, and, and you know, like, you're not even, you're participating by voting, but not active in any other way outside of that, unless you're like actually campaigning in the campaign run with, with whoever the elect, uh, electorate or the, uh, candidates are. Right. So anyway, if you're just plain on exhausted from yesterday and the weeks leading up to yesterday, because how many random ass numbers Do you have to block in order for them to understand that? I don't know how you even got my number, but I am over it, right? (laughs) If you're just exhausted, I got you. So let's take a breath and keep calm. And remember, it's still 2020. Like, listen, this is an episode where I'm not going to dig deep in any sort of thought process. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to extend. I'm not going to go rah, rah, rah. You can do it. This is not um, an episode like that today. And so new listeners, if you're joining us for the first time, thank you and welcome. This was meant for you. If you've been rolling with the crew for a minute, you know how I feel about you and you know that without you guys, we couldn't do what we do. Um, but this is an episode today where we I'm just going to give some tips on the idea of just walking away. It's so and look, it's I actually it I I condone walking away. You know, it's not it does, walking away doesn't necessarily solve the problem, but walking away will allow you to handle any strong emotion. It, and, and allow it to like, just take its toll, right? Walking away will allow you to feel whatever you feel and let it pass, right? It Again, it doesn't solve the problem necessarily, but it will stop you from creating more problems. That's how I feel. Now, listen, I, I, I also condone walking away because again, none of us have magic crystal balls that give full 100% accuracy on the future. 
even if you had impartings or visions from the good Lord up above, you know, it's still not 100% accurate is visions of X, Y, and Z, or, or even if you do have a special gift of being able to know what's ahead of you, because you've been given that insight is still in pieces. It's not 100% accurate. You knew it was going to happen. Just not like that. Right. So bear with me. Um, we don't have anything that gives us the exact details of the future. And so our emotions are temporary in relation to the magnitude or impact of our decisions when we're experiencing those strong emotions. And, and again, keep calm. If you have to express whatever emotion you're feeling, like this may be a day where you say, I can't come in today. Or maybe this is a day where you say, you know what? I just need some alone time. I don't want to work with my group. I don't want to work with anybody. I don't want to work with, you know, if you have the luxury of being able to do that, if you don't, then maybe you find those pockets or those moments today where you are taking your breath and taking your time. But again, keep calm. Remember it's 2020. So here we go. Four tips on dealing with the election anxiety that we all have in one way, shape or form faced. And this is from CNBC. Hey, number one, try to avoid thinking about the worst case scenarios. So fear of the unknown, according to research and doctors, fear of the unknown tends to elicit negative emotions and can impact thinking and problem solving, thus productivity in the things that you're doing on a daily basis. So if you're sitting in that cycle of negative emotions or negative thoughts about what's to come for the future, it can elicit a lot of negative uh, negative emotions associated with that. And so meditation, as I've suggested, taking that time by yourself, maybe take the day if you can, maybe see if you can work alone instead of with groups for the day. Meditation, if you add that into your repertoire of things to do for the day, um, and, and healthy types of distractions such as those, it can help stop the rumination of those negative thoughts. What's number two, Joe? Was number two. Number two is you voted and there's nothing else we can do about the outcome. So you've done your part. Congratulations. You've exercised your right and your responsibility. Proud of you. This is excellent. But again, since we can't control the outcome, this is where we go back to number one, where we talk about avoiding thinking about the worst case scenarios. You got to put on that like armor of shoot like that, that you have to like put on that armor of protection around you and just know that, man, you're still, if destiny has it in, if it's in your deck of cards to be great, nothing that occurs in, in the external world is going to stop you from being great, except if you stop yourself from being great. Okay. So that's why we go back to step one. Hey. Guess what? You didn't vote because you didn't give a shit, right? Yeah, what's the matter? It's all going to be shitty anyways. Why does that shit always happen, right? Okay, not a problem. You're still now filled with negative emotions. 
because, because there was a negative emotion for why you didn't vote. So go back to step number one, try to avoid thinking of the worst case scenarios. It can only help you. And I almost guarantee that if, if you, if you, well, I don't want to guarantee that. Never mind. I scratched my thought. Number three, election day will continue for maybe a few weeks. You know, I haven't, I have done the due diligence of not looking at anything media before jumping on the line with you guys. So here's where I stand with that. I don't know anything right now. And, uh, if, if I did, I would probably be saying something different, but election day probably will go on for weeks if they haven't declared a winner, because you know, there's going to be some, some, some words of, uh, divisiveness or a failure to concede if in fact, you know, they've declared a winner. So I don't, I don't really know what that looks like, but if it goes on for a few weeks, this is the first time it's ever happened. And let me tell you what is 2020. So here's what I'm going to ask is that, you know, stay lesser connected to the outcome of who's won and stay connected to one or two people that show you emotional support. As real as is kept, everyone running for election has a group of people around them, keeping them encouraged and, and, and connected to an emotional outlet. Every single candidate does because you cannot do something like that without a team. What about you though? You don't went out to vote. You don't went to do your thing. You did your daily chores, your weekly chores, everything else. Things are still on fire because you're not sure if you're going to have a job. Maybe you still don't have a job. Maybe you're looking for unemployment benefits. Maybe you're looking for the stimulus check. Again, there's still a lot of things out there. So where's your emotional support? You got to find somebody. So I would focus on that over focusing on the outcome of the election. Um, and again, this is the third tip. Number four, control your media consumption. As I sip my tea, my social media scrolling, and you guys know this because you make fun all the time. Don't worry. You're going to continue to make fun. Uh, my social media scrolling yesterday was limited to 10 minutes in the morning and 10 minutes in the evening, and then a little bit of the news in the evening and in the morning. But again, why? Because there is such a thing called doom scrolling, where you're scrolling to look for the negative ass news, constantly negative news. And again, watching news coverage of a traumatic event, the election can be one of them, newsflash, um, watching the news of a, of a traumatic event can trigger acute stress syndrome. Now, Again, if you thought this was a hoax, think about back to, and I can't, you know, I hate to keep bringing this up because I definitely don't want anybody to be triggered listening to this. But when you think back to May the 31st weekend with George Floyd and you saw what it did to maybe people that were close to you and they were just crying and they, they may not have known him or they were like really sad or angry, but they didn't know him or they were just disturbed heavily because they didn't know them or they were just fine because they didn't know him. Listen, there's a reason for that. And, and part of that is because when you watch something traumatic, it can trigger stress and bring up other strong emotions. So that's why it's like, man, if you're feeling particularly triggered this morning or emotional this morning, or just today in general, I hope this catches you before you walk out the door. Because again, there are scientific and medicinal, um, uh, 
diagnoses that are accompanied with traumatic experiences and the news, watching the news or scrolling through negative news can be one of them. So there's been a lot, y'all. There's been a lot. So since I have a little bit more time and again, breathe, keep calm and remember it's 2020. Since we have a little bit more time in place, we have to be in a place where we're continuing to move forward even even after the election, right? The, the, the candidate winner is going to be who it's going to be. And our situation is going to be our situation. And so I think that there are still things out there that we, that we still have to be mindful of why we get up every day and why we continue to do what we do and why we're pushing forward. Um, and, and I think that we have to also keep those things in mind, despite all of the other challenges that face us. Why? Because, uh, you know, I read some tips on how to get out of bed and not feel like going right back to bed. Now, this article is from Nylon and it's, it's a newer news source, but this is, these are, these are a few tips because media guides our lives so much. Here's the number one tip for them, how to wake up and still feel productive or still, still go about your day in a, in a way that makes you feel like, oh, I should have just stayed in bed. One, stay offline. For a little bit until you feel like you've gotten your strong emotions in check. But what they're really saying is uh, give yourself 30 to 60 minutes in the morning before logging in and and hopping into your devices, Uh, whether it's for work, whether it's for just social media resources, whether it's for blogging, posting, et cetera. Give yourself 30 to 60 minutes. That's what I do. That's why sometimes this thing is late Um, and and check in with yourself. but you know, it could be through breakfast. It could be through journaling. It could be through meditation. You could be fully awake in your bed and just like, just reciting or just laying flat and just getting your breaths right and focusing on your breath. Staying offline is crucial for getting that you time in. The day is busy enough. There's barely any time for you anyway. So treat yourself, right? Number two, get some sun. We're all indoors all day. If there's an opportunity for you to go outside, even if it's brisk weather, go dig out that coat, go outside. Fresh air, vitamin D, et cetera. Sunlight resets your internal body clock and your circadian rhythm leading you to better sleep. We all can love some better sleep, right? I talk about it all the time because I think that I can afford better sleep all the time. Number three, Hashtag yoga flow, all right? 10 minutes a day equals over an hour a week, right? 10 hours a day is 70 minutes, right? Do the math, too early, no, okay, not a problem. You've done over an hour a week if you do just 10 minutes a day. I'm not advertising. This is not, I'm not, this is not a paid promotion. I'm just sharing with you something that I do. Um, I do yoga at home. I actually subscribe to a channel. It's called Sarah Beth Yoga on YouTube. And it's, it's really dope because I also have my son do it with me and it's 10, 15 minutes. It helps him get his breathing right too, because when he gets mad or frustrated, kids don't know how to regulate their emotions as well. So I'm giving him a resource on how to. Right. Me, on the other hand, I just needed to stretch my sore body. I can't remember the last time I woke up and just didn't feel pain like a spring chicken. You know, I guess it just doesn't exist after a certain age anymore. <laughs> so, yes, yoga flow. It adds strength, balance, flexibility, calms the mind and reduces the stress. But it also 
allows you to focus on your breath, which is really huge. Number four, this one was pretty weird to me. So I might have to try it. Get this y'all scraping your tongue. I know some of y'all are like, hmm? <laughs> I did too. Scraping your tongue with a copper or stainless steel tongue scraper. Now, how and why and what in the world, right? I guess those things exist out there. And hey, do you? Like, I'm not saying that these are things that you have to do every day, but things to try, right? What they're saying is a copper or stainless steel tongue scraper removes toxins from your body that an ordinary toothbrush or ordinary tongue scraper wouldn't. And so having a good clean and a more authentic hygienic routine in the morning helps to make you feel more awake and more alert. Mm, who knew, right? I guess I'll be Googling a tongue scraper now. Um, Five, meditate. Uh, mindfulness and focusing on your breath can be a game changer. Y'all, I am, I am dead serious on the mindfulness mindfulness and focusing on your breath. These are game changers. If you feel like you're walking on eggshells, these are game changers. When you have a long drive and you got to work with people you don't want to work with, these are game changers. When you have to walk into work and stand up and do your best and you don't feel your best, these are game changers. You can find and practice mindfulness moments throughout your day. And it doesn't require a yoga mat. It doesn't require aromatherapy. It doesn't require anything but a glass or a bottle of water as you do it. Listen, game changers. Uh, and then last number six, a quick workout. I am a big fan of working out. It releases dopamine. It gets your body right. You know, your blood is pumping. Your endorphins are going. Um, is 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 creating some hormonal shifts and can potentially, uh, depending on when you do it. They're suggesting a morning workout pre-breakfast. And if you do it that way, you have the potential of cutting an extra 20% of fat off of you if you can do it that way and, and maintain it. Uh, I'm not so great at working out in the mornings, even though I'd like to be. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's little things, right? This is not one of those podcasts where I'm going to tell you, you got to do everything so you can feel great and go after your dreams. No. If you can adopt one or two of these and it helps you throughout your day, then you've overcome the biggest barrier that was in front of you. That's what we're about. You know, how to overcome those daily or weekly or monthly barriers that hold you back and hold you up. Sometimes those are matters of the head and the heart, but other times they're just, they're just matters, right? <laughs> and you have to figure out a way to get over them. And so that's why we come together. And that's why we share these things. You know, it's not a heavy thought day. It's not a heavy get in your feels day. It's not a heavy, like, wow, perspective day. It's just, man, let's, let's think about ways in which we can just get over the stuff that exists in our day. And that may be helpful to you. So, um, that's our time y'all, you know, that I love every single one of you. If you haven't heard it this morning already, or this afternoon, or this after this evening, whenever you're tuning in, I love you. And I thank you. If you've made it this far, you've listened to the rest of the, 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 the entire podcast. And I thank you for tuning in because having your time is something that I will never, ever take for granted. Also, if you could do me a favor, y'all, we have been fanning flames like crazy and I just love you for it. If this was helpful for you and you think a friend should like it too, please share it with them. If this wasn't for you, I understand. 
Thank you so much for giving me your time. But let's not be hoarders of a good message, right? Let's extend this. Let's send it on to maybe an enemy. I don't know. We could all use a good word. It, it might help them too. Um, and so again, if you are looking for me on social media platforms at The Midweek Muscle, if you're looking to email me, you can hit me up, Jay-Z, at themidweekmuscle.com. I'm available for you guys. I love that you guys are around me. You guys are supportive. You know, as silent as we roll, we are mighty in force. And <clears throat> you guys aren't afraid to tell me. So thank you so much. I um, I plan on being here this time next week. And I hope to see you here too. As always, let's just get over the stuff that exists in front of us today. Let's make it a great week or the best one we can at this point. And as always, let's go.